0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of Fixin' to Talk Sports. I am your host, Ryan Brown, and today I am joined by the one and only Zach Lacey. Zach, how we doing? Wonderful. Glad to be back, buddy. Hell yeah. So we are here to talk the NFL draft, and there's only one way we know how to handle the draft, and that's by going mock draft season baby we're bringing back a staple from the mouth and off show back on the radio show days and we're bringing it to fix to talk sports so zach and i are going to alternate making picks for all 32 teams in the first round we're going to put our gm hats on and see how it shakes out so zach you got any uh thoughts before we get underway here uh
1: just that this seems to be one of the most the more open drafts in a while you see people with picks all around the place, whether it's quarter, like the quarterback class isn't necessarily super strong. So you see some mocks with quarterbacks all up in the top 10. You see some mocks don't even have a quarterback till like the end of the first round. So mm-hmm. super open draft this year.
0: And I'll, I'll, I'll even give you another example. I started working on my mocks on Monday morning at work. And the person that all I was seeing across the board at number one was not the person I saw at number one (laughs) this morning when I finished off my mock and sent it into our big group chat. So I've I think this is there's no number one overall consensus player. We don't there is no consensus like top four that we you can feel confident in in making a mock. Like it is open season, and like you said, the quarterback class even. it just puts it on a, an another level with the fact that the quarterback class is just not that spectacular this year. <laughs> you could see a team reach in the top 10 for somebody, or we might, like you said, we may not even see one, which is just ridiculous to think of. So let's, uh, let's get cracking on this. So Zach, you'll <laughs> be doing the events. I think I, that's what we agreed on. Sure, why not? Sounds good. <laughs> Alright, so I'll, I'll kick us off then with the odds. The Jacksonville Jaguars hold the number one overall pick. I think with them franchise tagging Cam Robinson uh, as the, the offensive tackle, I think that takes that option off the board, although they could just stockpile. So I think they're going to go edge rusher, defensive end, however you want to term the position. And I think I'm going to go with who you saw in my mock that I put out in the group chat, and that is Trayvon Walker, the defensive lineman from Georgia. I have, in the last 24 hours, I have seen mock drafts just significantly fly to him as being the consensus number one. And I'm just going to roll with the buzz here. He's one of the best options for defensive end, if not the best option for defensive end, edge rusher. And he's got the size and athleticism to hang. So I I think I'm going to go Trayvon Walker with the first overall pick to Jacksonville.
1: Yeah. Like you were saying, it was a lot of Aiden Hutchinson's number one for a long time. Mm -hmm. And uh, now it's switched to Walker really kind of out of nowhere. Um, but with the second pick, the lions will take gladly take Aiden Hutchinson who they, they got Penny Sewell last year at seven. So they got their tackle spot solidified. They need help on defense. I think if Hutchinson goes one, they'll probably take Walker. It seems like those are the t- top two guys on most people's board. So, mm-hmm. uh, Aiden Hutchinson, number two.
0: <laughs> I agree with you there. Hometown kid too played college at Michigan. So makes a lot of sense. Uh, Houston is sitting at number three. I originally in my thought process was thinking this is, might be where Ahmed sauce Gardner, the corner at a Cincy, would go. But again, just seeing a wave of momentum shift. Uh, I, all I am seeing and hearing is Derek Stingley jr. At three. And I think he's probably got the highest ceiling of any of the corners. I just don't think he has the the biggest floor because of, uh, I believe he had some injury issues in college. uh, Had one season wiped out entirely. So I'm going to roll with the talent. And I think Houston will too. And they will go Derek Stingley Jr. at corner in the three pick. All right. Yeah, that's a good one. Um
1: the Jets they made a lot of upgrades on on defense over the the offseason here. They're actually sneaky did a lot of good things. Um, but if you're ever gonna see Zach Wilson do what they think he's gonna do, you gotta protect the dude. And I don't know what they're gonna do with Makai Becton. He's in the last year of his deal. Uh so I think they go Evan Neal out of Alabama. Take the tackle. He's one of the safest guys in the draft. He's going to be a mainstay for a long time to come. So good pick, protect him, and uh,
0: figure out what they want to do with Becton. Mm -hmm. I like like that pick a lot. I mean, you can't go wrong with a Bama guy, especially when he's deemed as, like you said, one of the highest floor, highest potential guys in the position. And, yeah, the Jets need help in places – and protecting Zach Wilson is definitely a great place to start. The Giants hold the number five pick. And I think they're going to be in a similar mindset to the Jets at five. Uh, at the Jets at four. And they're going to be looking O-linemen. And I think they'll go with another behemoth of a, of a man in, and I'm going to butcher this name, Akim <laughs> Ekwanu? I out of the out of NC State. Mm-hmm. Uh, at one point, he was being touted as the highest ceiling uh, offensive lineman in the draft at tackle, and I've seen him slip a little bit. Like I, I was seeing a lot of, of dra- mocks earlier on showing him maybe three or four, um, but I think if he's sitting at five, the Giants will be, gladly jump on him. So I'll go Ekwanu at five. Well, here's where it gets
1: here's where it gets a little interesting. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is the first. This is kind of the first spot that people have mentioned, maybe, <clears throat> maybe quarterback. But I think I'm just gonna have Carolina take sauce. Mm. Have them take a have them take a cornerback. The position really falls off after that. Um, Take sauce. He's a stud. Uh, go get a good corner.
0: I've seen a lot of people speculate that the, this is a uh, a good spot for the Jets to trade up from 10 to 6 if they want to grab somebody, whether it's a, a receiver or whatever. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there was a trade here, but if Carolina keeps it, I, I think they – I agree with you. They either address corner – or they they shoot for the moon and go quarterback and if they go quarterback that's i think that's a reach so i I like your pick at six uh the giants are back on the clock so jets giants jets giants that's (laughs) going to be a gross four pick stretch if that is indeed the case if the jets were to trade up to six um but the giants should have a second pick here in a three pick span at seven uh, I was thinking Ahmed Gardner here at seven for the Giants. So I'm going to have to kind of pivot here. And I mean, you look at who is on the board and best available and they could go a couple different ways here. Obviously the Giants could continue to beef up the O-line and just go nuts there. But I think it would be a, Bit of a force. I would be surprised if they took two top-notch offense alignment or tackles with those five and seven picks. So I'm actually gonna go skill position here, and I'm gonna say that the Giants take a shot on what many consider to be the highest touted wide receiver in the draft, Drake London. I think the Giants could use some playmakers. I mean, they've had seemingly a revolving door in, in the wide receiver tight end department because they can't keep anyone on the, on the field ever since Odell <laughs> Beckham left. And Saquon Barkley at wide, uh, running back has had his fair share of injury issues as well. So why not try to add another playmaker for the future? and Drake London could be that guy.
1: <clears throat> yeah, they have had a, a lot of trouble at <laughs> wide receiver over the past few years. Um and now with number 8 the Falcons who most every mock I've seen has had them taking Drake London cannot take Drake London. <laughs> uh, um so I think I, I think here you I don't know if there's an if they really want a wide receiver, they could go up for Wilson or James Williams, but mm-hmm. I think I have him taken. who a lot of people thought was going to be the number one pick at the beginning of the college football season, mm. uh, KV on Thibodeau. Guy is an ab- was an absolute menace, uh, has fallen down some boards here, but if he can return to his, his form, he could be an absolute steal at number eight.
0: Yeah, he's definitely in the conversation for top picks still. I, it just doesn't seem like it's trending that way whatsoever going into the draft tomorrow. Um, but I, I think that would absolutely be a steal. If anyone can unlock what he showed in college cons- over a consistent se- season long, or especially career long, that, that would be a home run pick. All right, Seattle is sitting at nine after they shipped off russell wilson to denver they've obviously got plenty of issues that they need to address i am gonna start by reshaping their offensive line with both of their offensive tackles from who started unsigned still i'm gonna take the best tackle on the board And I'm going to say that Seahawks take Charles Cross from Mississippi State. Yeah, that's a good pick. All right, well, Jets.
1: Is it Jets? Yep, the Jets are back on the board. Um, If they don't trade up to to number six or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, Yeesh. well, they were linked to Tyreek and linked to Debo, but nothing. They haven't got much there. Jeez, I think I'm gonna have him take Jamison Williams, Ooh. who I think is the best wide receiver in the draft. Um, but he you know, tore his ACL, so he might not be ready just in time. But mm. you want to get you want to give Zach Wilson a shot. Got him taking a wide receiver and a offensive lineman in this draft.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Give as many offensive weapons and help to him to see if it's him or if it's just the team or, mm-hmm. or whatever. I like the pick there because I agree with you. I think Jameson Williams is the best receiver in this class, but the torn ACL probably knocks him down a few spots. Right. As people kind of look towards uh, Drake London's sort of whole pro prospects. And and but Jameson Wilson definitely I think is the best wide receiver in this class. All right, so the newfound Washington Commanders <laughs> sit at eleven here, and with wide receivers starting to fly off the board, uh, I could see them definitely go going wide receiver here. Uh, I think if I were to take wide receiver and add another skill position player for the Carson Wentz experiment now that he's in Washington i i would take Garrett Wilson out of ohio state but i also think they have a huge hole to fill at safety and Kyle Hamilton is the best safety in the class and he's still on the board here at 11 so with enough skill position players in tow already on the offensive end, I think they're going to go and address a glaring need here. And I'm going to go Kyle Hamilton at 11 to Washington.
1: There you go. Now at 12, we got the Vikings. Mm. Man, with – uh. With Wilson still out there, that'd be very intriguing for them. Pair up with uh oh, that's a nightmare. Pair <laughs> uh, up on the outside with that and then Adam Thielen getting older. Yeah. But,
0: <laughs> but oh. I think they take
1: the home I think they take the hometown kid. They take Jermaine Johnson, the end at FSU, and uh beef up that defensive line. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I like the pick there, Jermaine Johnson. Uh, You're uh, forgetting about my guy, Justin Jefferson. God, that was tough. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I I agree with you here, too. Uh, I think they need to beef up the defensive line. So, uh, I like this. This is probably the best option for them to do so. Now, at 13, uh, looks like... Houston is sitting at 13. So they could sure use a receiver as all they really have is Brandon cooks. And I don't even know if they're bringing him back or if he's still on the roster, I don't even know what his contract is, but, uh, David or Davis Mills, uh, the human giraffe needs as much help as he can get. (laughs) So if they're going to roll with him, he needs uh, some skill position players, and we've already brought him up twice. So third time will be the charm here. I will go and say Garrett Wilson comes off the board here at 13 to the Houston Texans. Um, now with the 14th pick,
1: the Ravens. Uh, this one, This one is the one I probably feel the most confident about, honestly. Uh, Jordan, Jordan Davis, nose tackle out of Georgia. They lost a goal. Hello. He filled that role for them. They need a nose tackle. I see Jordan Davis fitting right in there and start starting right away for the Ravens.
0: Okay. I like that pick a lot. And I'm just. Matt, I didn't think of it myself because <laughs> uh, I had been seeing another uh, guy. I'd seen the, I'd been seeing the Ravens linked to an, a specific, very specific od- od- f- offensive tackle. Uh, but I guess he's going to still be on the board here. Mm. Uh, so 15, the Eagles are on the clock and they've got plenty that they could ad- choose to address. I, uh, My mindset was if Jameson Williams was somehow still on the board here, he would absolutely go to Philly, link up with former Bama guys, Devonta Smith, Jalen Hurts, and it would just be Bama of the North in Philly. Obviously, in this scenario, that won't happen. (laughs) So where could the Eagles turn to next? I think that they could still go receiver here, but I think that they're going to have to go with Chris Olave, the, another talented receiver out of, you guessed it, Ohio State. Yeah, I like that pick there.
1: Help Jalen Hurts out a little bit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But, but the guy you probably thought the Ravens were going to take at 14 is who the Saints are going to take at 16, and that'll be Trevor Penning out of North, Northern Iowa. The offensive tackle uh, with – with all those wide receivers off the board now, I don't know if they want to if they reach for any of the other wide receivers. Those are pretty much all the guys we had in that range. So I think you just beef up the offensive line and hopefully Jameis Winston is uh, back healthy.
0: Mm-hmm. If the Saints were really feeling themselves here and they really felt confident, they could go quarterback here if they didn't think mm-hmm. Winston was a long term. Option and it was just a holdover. Uh, but yeah, I, I agree. Uh, if they don't <clears throat> go there wide receiver because they've all been snatched, then Trevor Penning makes a lot of sense here. All right. The Chargers, the LA Chargers sit at 17. In my scenario, my mock draft, I have Jordan Davis going here <laughs> again. Not going to be the case in this scenario. So where could the Chargers go? I think if you look at their division, right, the AFC West is just exploding with offensive talent. You get Russell Wilson going to Denver. You get Devontae Adams getting traded to Vegas. And yes, the Chiefs traded away Tyreek Hill but they're still the chiefs and they will find a way to be explosive with Patrick Mahomes. So if you're the chargers, you're probably looking on the defensive side of things and it's might be a little bit of a reach, <laughs> but I think this could be a spot where the chargers go corner and they look to pair Andrew Booth, Jr., the mm-hmm. corner out of Clemson, with newly signed former Patriot J.C. Jackson in order to try and hang with the blossoming or already established offensive monsters in their division. So I will go Andrew Booth Jr., the corner out of Clemson. Damn, that was a good pick.
1: It's probably uh, probably the way I was going to go next. So (laughs) (laughs) it's unfortunate for the Eagles there. Um, but I think that they still go, they still go DB here after that goes away, and take Dax Hill out of Michigan to play safety for them. Uh, he's a, he's a good player, and he'll fill a need for them right away.
0: Mm-hmm. I I agree. There's a bunch. He's got a, a wide range. I, mm-hmm. I don't even think I had him in mind just because I honestly could not figure out where to put him. And (laughs) I just saw a lot of other needs for teams later on. Mm -hmm. Uh, But Dax Hill definitely has a wide range of outcomes and Philly could be a a perfect landing spot here uh, because he can play safety corner nickel. I mean, he can, he can play across the board. um, And that would help their secondary out big time. All right, at 19, the Saints are back on the clock. I, uh, you had them taking Trevor Penning mm-hmm. at O-line. I was thinking this would be the pick where they would go O-line. So I don't think that's the case anymore. <laughs> uh, but what I think they could do here, and this – hmm. So I think there's there's a couple of ways I would go here if I'm the Saints. You could decide that you want to take a flyer at quarterback here, and it wouldn't be too too much of a reach now that you're getting into the second half, the latter half of the first. Or you could continue to address other needs. Um, you could stockpile on the O line. Uh, you could try and you could even try and, and go receiver here and add a kind of hybrid receiver tight end in Trelon Burks. Uh, hmm. If I'm the Saints here, though, because I I had them going O-line here. I had them taking Tyler Smith and my mock, but I don't think they would double dip on the O-line here if they went O-line at 16. Mm -hmm. So, mm, this is definitely not going to happen, but let's shoot for the stars here. Kenny Pickett. Let' let's let's get Kenny the Saints, two gloves. Let's get the Saints a potential quarterback for the maybe future. I, I don't know. Some people I, I don't think it's great when the people the thing the trait that most people talk about the most about you is the size of your hands. <laughs> That's usually not great, but all hand jokes aside. Uh, he Kenny Pickett was fabulous at his time at Pittsburgh. And if he can kind of address the fumble needs or the fumble issues that he had pop up from time to time, I think he could definitely be a viable starter somewhere down the road. I don't just don't know how quickly. So I'll go. Can he pick it here with a kind of a, a wild card pick here? Yeah. Uh,
1: Dan, as, as Pittsburgh, I was hoping to get Pittsburgh, uh, <laughs> hoping, hoping Kenny Two Gloves was going to be there. That would have been my pick, but I, the Steelers—I I don't see there's any way they don't go quarterback unless those two guys are off the board. Mm-hmm. Uh, being Pickett and their pick Malik Willis out of Liberty. Um, Mitch Trubisky is not going to be <laughs> the long-term guy, <laughs> but he could be a nice one-to-two-year guy. While Pick uh, Willis learns how to be a pro quarterback and develop a little bit in an actual NFL system, uh, I think it's a good situation for him, and he'll have some weapons once he get, actually gets on the field.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. There's just no way quarterback is not the move here, unless somehow two people, two different teams, take the two those two quarterbacks ahead of them. In which case, I bet you the Steelers would actually trade up just to get one of them uh, unless they are just like, Nope, we'll just, we'll just tank. We'll tank <laughs> with uh, we'll tank with for a year. And we'll wait for next year's much better draft class at quarterback. Uh, hey, that, that could, that could be a
1: very real possibility too. Yeah. Uh,
0: moving on. We got our new England Patriots at 21 as you and I, and most, any other Patriots fans know this is obviously going to be a (laughs) decent spot for bill to trade down. So it is impossible to say whether the Patriots will actually be the one making this selection or not. I will assume that they will make the pick and there are plenty of needs. If you're the Patriots, I think you can go wide receiver. If you want to really just add more weapons for Mac Jones, Obviously, with the departure of J.C. Jackson, corner is definitely a need, uh, and linebacker—you need to get younger and faster at linebacker. In this scenario, I don't think they'll go corner because the top three corners are already off the board, and I think that would be a reach to go for the next one. Wide receiver, unless you like the fit with Traylon Burks, uh, I, uh, which I I wouldn't hate it, but given the Patriots track record of drafting wide receivers of late. uh, I don't know if they are going to be too hopeful on taking a stab on that direction. So I think the Patriots will, if they make this pick, will end up going linebacker. So I think they'll take either N'Kobe Dean, the linebacker from Georgia or Devin Lloyd, the linebacker out of Utah. And I, I think that's a toss up for me. I think you could go either which way, but I'm gonna go with who I believe to be the more explosive playmaker, and that is Nicobe Dean. So I will go with N'Kobe Dean to the Patriots at 21 here. Yeah, that's it. That's a great pick. That's a
1: that's why I'd have him have him taken as well. Uh, Yeah, we need the Pats need a lot, a lot of yeah. help, and definitely on the linebacker core. That's a it's a good solid pick there. And That mm-hmm. brings us to the pack. Will they finally take a wide receiver to help out <laughs> Aaron Rodgers? Uh, I don't think so. Um, I think they go. I think they go. Kenyon Green, uh, the guard out of Texas A&M. There's two guards here. Him and uh, Zion Johnson from BC. I think they could go either way. Those seem to be the two guys that are the. First round grade type of guards, and they need help across the offensive line as well. So I think they help out Rodgers a little bit, not (laughs) not wide receiver, but they give him maybe just a little bit more time and uh, go
0: guard here. That that's a great pick. If they don't go wide receiver they definitely need to stay yeah. on the offensive side of the mm-hmm. ball here and you're not taking a running back in the first round uh n- at least not with this class uh but let's let's circle back real quick to pick 21 with the patriots obviously you've got fox profiles i don't know if we've got a a put sort of a draft preview pod coming out for that but we don't then let me give you the floor here. Give me your thoughts on what you would like to see the Patriots do at 21. Do you want them to keep the pick? If so, who would you like them to go? Where would you like them to address if you want to rank positional needs? And if they trade down, uh, how far back would you think they would trade down? Well, so if the draft
1: plays out somewhat like like we're doing here, and those three top cornerbacks are going. I mean, obviously the first two are going to go probably top 10. Mm-hmm. So it basically comes down to, to booth. If he falls, that's a fine pick. I like your pick, your pick a linebacker, uh, Nadine and Lloyd, both two guys who fit perfectly into that Dante Hightower role mm-hmm. and can be the center point of your defense for the next eight years or whatever. I, so I like that. I don't like them reaching for wide receiver, especially with all these guys gone. If Olave or somebody ends up dropping maybe, but linebacker seems like the best use of your capital here. Um, I wouldn't like to see them trade down because I hate when they don't make a pick. You watch <laughs> the entire fucking first round of the draft and then they don't make a goddamn pick. Especially back in the days when they were good and they were in, they're picking like 31st. You wait yeah. three and a half hours and then he fucking trades out at the last second. Like, hey, such a tease, math. With really pain in my ass. If he trades out, could see him maybe getting back at, I don't know, probably move back into the second round somewhere and just acquire two twos maybe one this year one or a, in a fifth next year or something like that mm-hmm. um I, I don't see him moving down any further than the second round though
0: mhm yeah I, I i 100% agree with everything you said there it is at least the last two drafts they're not too too far down but that also <laughs> means that they didn't go far terribly in the playoffs yeah they didn't acquire somebody else's really good pick so take what you can there, but I would definitely want to see them take, use the pick and use it correctly too. Um, so, uh, I will agree with you there. Let's resume our draft after that little Patriots tangent. <laughs> and we've got the Arizona Cardinals sitting at 23. Chandler Jones could be out the door sooner than later. So if, that's the case, you're going to need somebody to come in and help replace all those sack production. So I really like this guy out of Purdue, and I'm hopefully not going to butcher his last name, (laughs) George Karlaftis. He is the defensive end edge rusher for Purdue. I've seen him go inside the top 20. I've seen him. In some mocks, I've seen others put him in New England, saying that he could be sort of not (laughs) – I don't mean to say this, uh, that he's like a Chase Winovich replacement, but with Chase Winovich out the door, that it certainly adds a spot in the defensive end rotation to at least get somebody uh, snaps in that regard. Mm -hmm. So if the Patriots wanted to go that route, they could. I don't think that would be the best use of their draft capital there. Uh, but I think for the Cardinals it would be. So George Carl Laftis. Good pick. Good pick.
1: Yeah, Greek guy. No. Uh Cowboys. Oof. Um, let's see what Jerry Jones loves taking offensive players, but mm. you also don't really need one. You got Micah Parsons last year as a stud great pick for them so i don't really see them going linebacker i think you try to beef up the offensive line a little bit and you go zion johnson out of bc
0: Mm. and he can play multiple positions too like he can play guard i think he can play a little bit of center too Mm -hmm. Um, so that would be a nice little beefing up of the old line that was once the so well-known to be the best offensive line in football. Uh, they could definitely use uh, a little bit of youth along that line at 25. We've got the Buffalo bills here. And obviously if the bills are on the clock late in the first round of late, there's a decent chance they could go running back here. Uh, That is the uh, old cliche of the last couple of years with them. But I think they will have learned their lesson. And they also really don't need a running back at this point in time. So I think they'll look to address corner here because Tredavious, uh, Tredavious White, I believe, is coming off of an ACL injury. And they also lost one of their death pieces at corner. Uh, I think they lost their nickel corner to free agency. So they could definitely use corner here. And the name that I have seen of late is one of the two corners from Washington. And I'm going to go with Trent McDuffie of the two, the other being Kyler uh, Kyler Gordon. But I think in this case, they will go Trent McDuffie uh, because of how he plays man to man so well. Yeah, I
1: mean, good pick. I mean, he's going to see – they're going to see now uh, Tyree Kill and all these good wide receivers in here, especially with the guys that the Jets are picking up, not so much the Patriots. But, (laughs) uh, yeah, wide cornerbacks, definitely definitely a solid pick and play for them. Now we go to the Titans. Uh, They would have loved to seen Zion Johnson fall here. Yep. uh, Being uh, Vrabel's son's roommate. However, he's gone, unfortunately, picked by me a couple picks ago. <laughs> so mm, man. GM I Zach think...
0: thinking GM Zach. Yeah.
1: So I think they might reach here and you go quarterback. Mm. I don't I don't know if Tannehill's gonna get them over the top. So they bring in Desin Ritter out of Cincinnati and see if he can. Uh, Learn from Tannehill a little bit, and then get him out of there and get rid of in the
0: starting role while uh while their guys are still young. I actually like this pick because it's it seems like a stretch uh, on a lot of levels, but man, the Vrabel fickle college connection, both of Mm -hmm. them having the Ohio roots, Cincy connection. Uh, he probably, if he takes Riddler, if Rabel takes Riddler here, I think he, he knows a little something, something mm-hmm. he, he's got the inside scoop there and, and has seen more than just film uh, on him and thinks that there, there might be a little something there that they can, uh, unlock. Uh, I I do not hate that pick one bit at 27. You've got the newly renamed Tampa Bay. Uh, Buccaneers here as Tom Brady is back after being done. Mm. So you have to think once again, it's championship or bust. So you need to provide him with as many options on offense as possible uh, or keep him upright and let him do his thing. So I think that the Bucks are either going to go skill position here or they're going to beef up their own line. And in this case, uh, I could see them. I could see them going tackle. I think they would have loved for a Zion Johnson or a Kenyon Green to have fallen to them here. In this case, that is not going to be a, an option. So I think it's tough because I, 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 I'm thinking. I'm thinking about uh, I'm thinking about uh, Traylon Burks here. If I'm if I'm Tampa and he's still on the board, but you do still have enough weapons. You went out and signed Russell Gage. You still have Mike Evans. Yes, Godwin tore his ACL and he will be out a significant portion of the season, but maybe he gets back in time for the end of the regular season. Hopefully, in time for a playoff run, you should have enough weapons on offense to hang even without Godwin for the season. So I think they'll turn to O-line and uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and say they will take Tyler Smith, the tackle from Tulsa here. I think they would have really liked guard because they may lose their guards in the off season. Uh, they have, they're they're not bringing back their starting guards from last year, but in this case, they'll just take the best available O-lineman, uh, that is not center and they'll go Tyler Smith here.
1: Yeah. Keep Brady upright is a, it's a good pick. Good way to go. Um, man, now back, back to the Packers. So I didn't have them taking wide receiver before. I don't see how I can they can pass on wide receiver again. So now it comes down to: Do you want Traylon Burks, Dotson, mm, George Pickens, maybe even? Mm -hmm. But man, this is tough. I think I would go with Traylon Burks. Just give Rodgers that massive target to throw to, and. Yeah, I, th- I think he'll work really well with Rodgers.
0: I, I agree. That gives him an, a, a bonafide surefire red zone target as well. Uh, big body the lob one up to as well. I think he's four, like 230. He's, he's a big boy. Yeah, he's a big boy. Uh, uh, so I like the pick there. Uh, at 29, if the Chiefs don't make any moves in the draft, they've got picks 29 and 30. So I, I definitely think you could see the Chiefs trade up and try and get one of those top five or top five or six wide receivers off the board um, and package some picks there. But if they don't, then I think they could, I think they could either settle for uh, Dotson here, the wide receiver out of Penn State, and kind of slowly but surely reload, on the wide receiver room or they could go corner and take the best available corner, which for me right now would be Kyler Gordon, the other corner from Washington. Um, Those would be my two picks here for them at 29 and 30. So I'll flip a coin. I'll go with what I have on my mock and I will say they will address corner first with their two and I'll go Kyler Gordon corner washington yeah that's a
1: that's a good pick that's if you didn't have him taking corner i was probably gonna have him take gordon here at 30 mm-hmm. so since you didn't uh, i think they just go ahead and grab wide receiver get Jahan doxson uh, out of penn state uh, and maybe get another little get lucky with another little guy and see how uh
0: mm. see how he can f- perform with patty Mm-hmm. Five. He's only five eleven, but man, is he shifty as all mm-hmm. hell. He can he can make plays, and we know that coming from a Penn State quarterback room that was uh, very shaky <laughs> at times, and he still made them look good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I would I would love that pick there for them. At thirty one, you've got the runner ups here in the Cincinnati Bengals. I think they could go a couple of different options here. They're still the best center on uh, the the in the draft class, I believe. None, neither of us have taken Tyler Lindenbaum, uh, the center from Iowa, could definitely be an option here if the Bengals wanted to add depth to their O line uh, and try and keep Joe Burrow on his feet once every I don't know couple of minutes. <laughs> it would be a little bit better if they could try and do that after Burrow has been sacked seemingly the most times uh, in the past couple of years, and he's already suffered one pretty bad knee injury. The Bengals don't need him doing that So again. So I think they'll opt to take the best alignment on the board and that indeed we'd be Tyler Linderbaum, the center from Iowa. Now I will say if they... Decide they don't want, uh, they don't like center and they don't, they feel comfortable at center with what they have. uh, They would probably look corner and they would probably look at uh, one of your Florida boys, uh, Kair Elam. Mm -hmm. I I think that would be a pretty good option for them as well if they wanted to go defensive side of the ball. But uh, I'm going to go and say they beef up the offensive line to help keep Joe Burrow upright and Tyler Lindenbaum will certainly help. Yeah, that's a that's a good pick there. Now, uh, how are you going to round
1: it out with pick 32 here? Now the Lions, you know, they get Hutchinson early so they get their defensive line back in shape. Jared Goff is kind of stinky, but okay. they do have they do have some pieces on the on the offensive on the offense there. Um I I don't think you can pass up getting Devin Lloyd here, though. Mm. You know, you get, a, get your linebacker, get your centerpiece of the defense, and they get two impact players on the defense in the first round here. I
0: think that's that'd be a
1: great first round for the Detroit Lions.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, 100% agree. Although I will say I have heard a lot of rumor mills that Detroit could sneaky pick a quarterback here. I think if De- if Desmond Riller is also mm-hmm. off the board alongside Pick and Willis, I highly doubt they would go to the next guy, which would be Matt Corral, the quarterback yeah. from Ole Miss. But I've seen some mocks where he does – Matt Corral goes 32 to Detroit. So uh, some people must know something about that. Um, I mean, they def- there's definitely an opening, right? Yeah, because Goffs isn't exactly the future, despite what his contract in AAV says. Right. Um but yeah, I 100% would love that pick if they if Devin Lloyd falls all the way to them. Uh abs- that's that's a steal. 100%. All right. Uh, that does it for our annual mock draft. Uh, we'll see how it how it compares to yours <laughs> personally, yeah. mine personally as well as the rest of the Johns. Uh, but Looking, uh, looking it over real quick. Do you have any thoughts on how it all played out? Oh, um,
1: you know, we saw some runs there. There's some wide receiver runs, some offensive line runs. I I think Thibodeau is going to be one of the biggest question marks in the top 10 there. Um, he could really, I could really see him going like anywhere in the top 10. Mm -hmm. I've also heard rumors of Jamison Williams bumping up all the way into the top five. Uh, So it should be crazy. I I wonder who's going to be the first wide receiver taken to. There's a Mm -hmm. lot of London, but yeah,
0: I, I I like a lot. I like a lot of these picks for these teams. Mm -hmm. I think the best part about this draft is like each team all every year. They always have a bunch of needs, but with no real, such a, a wide open talent pool this year and no clear cut. Like everyone seems to be in such a, a confined sort of like the talent is pretty on par with each other across the board from top to bottom. It, it's, it just seems like teams can go so many different routes and not feel like they're reaching outside of maybe quarter quarterback. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, 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 it's going to be a hell of a draft. It's going to be super wide open. Like you said, and honestly, I cannot wait. Uh, it's going to be interesting, too, because I think there's like eight teams,
1: if I'm not mistaken, that don't have a first round pick. Yeah, there's a lot of duplicates in the first yeah. round. A lot of teams so with multiple firsts. Should be interesting to see how all those teams with multiple firsts treat that, especially the, pe- the people that are near each other. Like the Jets are kind of a couple picks apart. Mm-hmm. Do they try to wait on this guy and see if they can get him back a couple picks later? It's kind of yeah. like in fantasy when I'm waiting for like I'm at pick number eight and I'm waiting for them <laughs> to come back around, I'm like please, please, please. So that should be really
0: interesting to see how people play that too. Yeah, I I, I don't know how many trades we'll see on day one of the draft, but uh, it it could be it could be a, a fire if some if we see one, I I think that opens the floodgates for a, a bunch. Mm-hmm. But I I could also see everyone just staying put. I mm-hmm. highly doubt that will be the case. I think you'll see at least a couple of, of trades, even if it's just uh, your typical bill Belichick trade down out of the first with a, his f- late first and get out, and yeah. get more draft capital um, could see a couple of those late, late in the first, but I will be definitely interested to see if anything happens inside the top 10 in terms of trades. Um, but I think that's going to do it. So uh, any final thoughts you have? I, I know what the answer is already, but I'm just going to serve it up to you on a on a, a very nice alley. Yes, sir. Appreciate that. Uh, fuck Duke. Mm. First one since uh, that infamous moment. So uh, figured I'd uh, toss that one up to you. <laughs> Good guy, Ryan. I oh, appreciate you. <laughs> but that is going to do it on this edition of Fixing to Talk Sports. For Zach Lacey, I'm Ryan Brown. We will see you next time.